Good day, morning, evening, everyone. I am back again, once again, with Underrater from PvP. Uh, for the people who are here for the first time, uh, my name is Marcella B, a host streamer from the Netherlands, and uh, I have the pleasure to be the host for the show again, once again. Um, good day, lovely host. Thank you, Tia. Welcome back. Good to see you again. Um, so... As you might know, we're having a guest today. I will talk about that in a little bit. Um, let's see what we're going to do today. Because today we're starting off with the main subject. It's important of leaderboards. Um, we also go into future of competitive gaming. And we have a partner section, Dash of the Dead from Hello Labs. And obviously that has something to do with the guests of today. Um, so let me go to our guest of the day and that is Paul Kaslin. Welcome. Hello, Marcella. How are you today? Good, good. Um, I already said before, I'm quite jealous that it's morning for you because that <laughs> means you have a whole day ahead. I don't. Um, yeah. So have a good morning already. No, absolutely. Yes. It's, uh, I'm in Los Angeles at the moment. As you can probably tell from my accent, I'm originally from the UK, so not far from, from the Netherlands, where yeah. you were based. So yeah, pleasure to meet you. And um, it's my first time on Twitch, so uh, go easy on me. I will do my best. I am a. I always call myself the grandma of Twitch because I'm already on Twitch for like nine, no, almost ten years, I think. Um, I was a little little girl when I started, and I'm still here. So um, <laughs> it's a great place. Um, I'm doing a little introduction about you. Uh, Paul Castellan is an award-winning and Grammy-nominated director and producer based in West Hollywood. He has worked with the likes of Rihanna, The Weeknd and Justin Bieber to produce shows and performance for the Grammys, MTV, VMAs and the Billboard Awards, amongst others. Um, in 2022, he founded Hello Labs, a TV and gaming company built on blockchain technology. Hello produces games and shows that not only appeal to a crypto audience, but also a wider mainstream demographic. Uh, and that's exactly why it's nice to have you here, because we have a lot of people who are very new into the whole blockchain world. Um, so let's dive deeper into this. I'm quite excited. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and also you have quite a... Um, like, I'm, I'm reading this, I was like, oh my, that is not like a little boy that just walked into this world. He has had done <laughs> a lot of things. So mm. um, that is uh, very impressive. Um, I just I have a quick question. How did you got from the whole TV, you know, award winning things to this? Because it's a whole different experience. Cool one, but... Yeah, it's kind of, um, there's a lot of similarities. And like you said, there's a lot of differences as well. I kind of spent my last 15 years kind of working through music videos and to designing tours and then into TV, working for some of the biggest shows in the world. And that's what's led me to Los Angeles. And then I started getting into crypto in kind of 2021 uh, when there was like that initial hype. And this is no disrespect, disrespect to the industry, but I just found like the bar in terms of gaming and entertainment was so low compared to what it's, it, like in the real world of where I'm used to. And I just thought there was a massive opportunity here to make something that could kind of bring in a more mainstream audience and not just be about the tech. Like my whole background is about creativity and yeah. making products that is going to be world-class. And I think that's what we're trying to do at Hello. Yeah, because the thing is, um, I think a lot of people, when you talk about games, they are very like, oh yeah, gaming, you know, very like me. But gaming is like the most 
biggest thing ever if it comes to money the money that involved into gaming like if you compare music and movies the the amount of money that's there is like yeah. so much more in gaming um so it's always quite impressive that gaming has is such a big world but a lot of uh, companies and and people they have to get used to it uh, and see how cool the world is in the end because you know you've got esports competitive all of that Exactly. I, I think like gaming has a rough, kind of bit of a rough ride, to be honest. It's cool to be in movies. It's cool to be on TV. And I'm a gamer myself. And, and I know it's kind of frowned upon to spend your time gaming. And I think we're trying to, and, but I think if you can, and what Hello we're trying to do is we're trying to kind of pivot away from that to make it cool to be gamers, to make it cool to earn a living from gaming. And we've kind of built the whole kind of web um, three ecosystem of Hello around kind of that play to earn model. And people can all over the world are making a living. Their day job is to play our games, which mm -hmm. I think is an incredible thing. If you told me when I was growing up that I could play video games and make a living and, and pay my rent, I'd, I'd bite your hand off. <laughs> well, I know that feeling. I mean, I went from being this gamer who was, you know, having like Red Bull and, you know, playing video games all the time to hosting big events for Blizzard, ESL, and so on. Uh, and I think for me, that was like this little girl who had a dream and then was standing on the stage. That was super big. Um, so I would have the same. Like, if you would have said it to the little me, I would not never have believed it. Uh, also, someone is asking, what's your favorite game? Because now I'm quite curious. And don't say your own games, because that's... <laughs> <laughs> if I can't say our games... Uh... <laughs> I would say, what am I playing at the minute? I just got finished Dead Space, the oh. remake on PS5, which I thought was incredible. Mm -hmm. And then if I'm more casual gaming, I mean, who doesn't love Mario Kart? Mm -hmm. I think Mario and kind of Nintendo is kind of something that's really influenced us a hello and kind of making that really accessible type gaming. And I think Mario in particular and Mario Kart is just, I mean, it's iconic, isn't it? It's literally every, you mentioned Mario to anyone in the world and they'll know what you're talking about. And True. that's the that's the hope for for our brand of games as well. We hope to to be kind of household names eventually. Yeah, that's good because like anytime soon there is a movie from Mario coming along as well now. No. So you, you you never know there might be a Dash of the Dead or a Doge Dash movie. You don't know exactly. It's a couple of years. Um, so I will go back to my paper because I think I can have so many questions, but I also will go to my, uh, you know, producing. Uh, so yeah, you've been involved in directing for TV quite some time. How did your journey start in the gaming industry? You already said you're a gamer, but obviously going from gaming yourself to, you know, setting up a company is a whole different world. Exactly. So I, when we, when I first started getting into web three and crypto, I was trying to think, okay, there's this whole, everyone was talking about GameFi. 2021 was literally the year of GameFi. Everyone was talking about it. And I started to look into the games that are available, like Axie Infinity, uh, some of Gala's games, and and a few others. Uh, and this is, again, no disrespect to any Gala fans or Axie Infinity fans, but I just found a lot of the games unplayable. I found, like, they're so complicated to understand. They're not playable. They're, they're just they feel like tech people building games rather than gaming or entertainment people building games. And it kind of just made me think that there was such a huge hole in the market. And also no one had kind of cracked this, this kind of, you collect coins. It, it seems common sense now and everyone since we've started doing it has kind of copied our model, mm -hmm. but it just seems common mm -hmm. sense that you'd have, you collect games and you collect coins in a game like Mario or, or Rings and Sonic 
and then you you have them and they go up to your kind of leaderboard and your tally whereas in the crypto space no one had really thought of that everyone was kind of building nfts and that you win nfts and we were thinking why don't we launch a coin a token that you can then play the game and collect those tokens within the game mm -hmm. and then that you can get um you can redeem those tokens afterwards so it just seemed like a no-brainer and, and in my career all of the best ideas I've had are all down to things that seem like someone else must have done this. And it always turns out that they never have because sometimes the simplest ideas and the most obvious ideas are what are often overlooked because everyone's trying to overcomplicate things True. and we, we make things easy. And I think a lot of people or companies are afraid to even start because like you said, they think, oh, it's probably already done. So I'm not going to burn my hands on it, you know, do it maybe wrong. Uh, so I think the best thing to do is just make the stop, do it and see how it goes. Right. So you've done it and it's a quite a success. Um, yeah, I mean, our first game Doge Dash, which launched in 20, uh, I think it was November, December, 2021 is had over, I think 500,000 plays, uh, already this year, I think we've paid out or via tokens, $25,000 worth. The mm -hmm. top end has made $5,000 on our leaderboard. So, People, this is like a real world. This is a this is a job. This should be a category when you come to fill in your job application or kind of career. Like playing that Doge Dash should be an option. Yeah, that would be cool though. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's already something that you're an esporter for FIFA whatsoever. So yes. what we'll see in a couple of years. Um, so what is Hello Labs exactly, and what does the organization do? And can you talk a little bit more in depth on the gaming side of your business? You already said a little bit, but yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, we are a Web three entertainment company. Um, we're I, I call it cryptotainment. And again, I think in a couple of years, everyone will be will use that phrase because it's kind of blending blockchain technology with entertainment to create TV shows, games, and NFTs. Um, so we've got the TV division, which we're developing a, um, a TV show at the moment called Killer Whales, which is like Shark Tank, but for crypto and NFT projects. Okay. We're hoping to have some gaming uh, projects on there. So if you've got anything, drop it in the comments uh, and we'll reach out to those guys and get them on the show. And then we also have the NFT division, which is then NFTs that are playable within our games. And then we have the gaming division. And we currently have one game that's already released called Doge Dash. Um, like I mentioned, doing phenomenal numbers. And then Dash of the Dead, which is our follow-up, mm -hmm. um, comes out on March 31st. And it's kind of like a 3D subway surfer style uh, runner game where you collect tokens in the game and then you hit the leaderboard. And then depending on where you're on the leaderboard, you get a payout at the end of the um, at the redeem um, at the end of the week. Okay, nice. Uh, yeah, because I already see some people in the chat talking about it. So they are uh, known with it. And uh, we're going to see later on a trailer as well uh, of the new game. And it's quite soon. I mean, yeah, that's that's. It's like nine days yeah. away. So I mean, we're all gearing up. It's a great time. And uh, yeah, our community, are, they're, they're crazy. Let's say the least. They're, they're rap they, they love information and they can't wait to get their hands on this game. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a countdown indeed. Um, and you have been involved with organizing awards before. Any ambitions for this in the blockchain or gaming space? Well, you already said so because you want to get this whole gaming and, you know, with the whole block blockchain more to the world of maybe, maybe television or get it together. It gets more audience. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just an untapped... I mean, the, the closest representation to what Hello is is probably Gala. 
even though Gala again, I know those guys, really nice guys, but they're very corporate. They're not they're not entertainment people in my eyes anyway. They're they're very corporate company. And I feel like they've kind of started on this path and they're taking baby steps. And I think where Hello comes in is that we bring the Hollywood flavor to everything we're making. So our mm-hmm. games have that kind of really high production value. They have great kind of characters in there. And then our TV shows are obviously all shot in Hollywood and have the kind of the biggest celebrities and kind of crypto influencers attached. And we're making, once we release Dash of the Dead, we're going to be moving on to uh, talking more about our TV as well. So um, hopefully we can regroup on that as well down the line. That's nice. And um, because you're right now based um, in LA, but how is it? Are you guys very focused on America or also like the whole world? Or because right now I think... Yeah, it, it's quite, but all the television is quite American, but yeah. The, the whole world. So as I mentioned, I live in the US now, but I'm actually from England. And I think mm-hmm. one of the things that the US, and this was my annoyance when I lived in England, is that the US thinks it's the center of the universe. And the reality is like there's 7.5 billion people that don't live in the US that that and so we are a, a multicultural kind of worldwide organization we have team members all over the world and we um and the great thing about blockchain gaming is that whether you're in england singapore australia the us anywhere around the world you can tap in and log in and connect your wallet to our mm-hmm. games and play whether it's 3 a.m in the morning it's we've had 100 runtime uptime um you can log in whenever you want and it's kind of the great thing about blockchain is that it's worldwide and, and it yeah. kind of gives the, little, gives the little guy a chance. Like it gives the people that potentially don't have the opportunity to, to make a living from playing games. And, and a lot of our kind of team have just come from places that just reached out randomly. Like we, we've tried to hire the most talented people in the industry from a gaming perspective, from a management perspective and from a marketing perspective. Mm-hmm. And we've managed to kind of collate them all together from just the best of the best. And a lot of them are just people that have, come in via telegram or in discord or on linkedin and that's the beauty of blockchain is that it gives everyone opportunity true like may i ask how big is the company right now because it's probably growing quite quick yeah so we have a core team of 15 people and they're kind of day-to-day running kind of the management side operations product uh, and marketing and then we have two gaming studios that we work with. Uh, one of them is building um, Dash of the Dead. They're mm-hmm. called Digital Fusion. They're a partner of ours. They've got a great record in building games. Um, the head guy over there, Pepe, is is like a, um, an OG gamer. He kind of created Beachhead and a lot of the big kind of games from the kind of the 2000s. So we kind of reached out to him because I think having experience in this is really important. Yeah. So, and then from a wider team of, kind of moderators in our chat who've got the best mods in the world if you guys are listening in we have a team i'd say our overall like structure is probably 70 to 80 people across 15 or 16 countries nice so as you as we're talking now across the world like it's um you don't sleep if you're in gaming or in blockchain you there's no sleep it's 24 7 it's 365 it doesn't end True, true. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think we're going into a little bit of the subject, uh, the importance of leaderboards. Um, yeah. 
So for everyone, a leaderboard is a visual representation of competition which allows players to compete easily, set goals for themselves, track progress in relation to other players, social comparisons, and it provides recognition and social reward, which in turn exchanges engagement. Um, so what are the pros and cons of having a leaderboard according to you? And also can you have a game without a leaderboard? I think... I think it's it's in Web3, in, in our model of play to earn, I think it's really important to have a leaderboard. I think it's really important that, A, it gives the incentive for gamers to compete against each other and kind of see where they rank in the overall world. And then on the, on the, on the other side of it, there's the whole kind of payout system where the more people play, the bigger the prize pool, the bigger the prize pot, and the bigger the payout. So if we, yeah. I think at the moment we've got 100 players daily playing Doge Dash. Um, as we're in the bear market, it's kind of numbers kind of bottomed and starting to rise back up again. And then with Dash of the Day, we're hoping to build on that more. But if we get to the point where we've got a million people playing Doge Dash, I mean, and Dash of the Dead, you can only imagine what the prize pool would be daily. And these are gonna, it's gonna make a lot of people very rich. Um, yeah. I can yeah. imagine from playing the game. Again, not financial advice, not anything, but just I think from a gaming perspective, it's just great incentive for people to play the games. And and to your point about the kind of where leaderboards sit in the kind of just in general, I feel like it's the only way that a play to earn model can function uh, and be sustainable for player versus player. I think a lot of these other games like Axie Infinity and Gala Gala's games, they all run into the same difficulty where they were paying out their own tokens without getting any tokens in. And no. I think at the end of the day, yeah. kind of, it, it, it gets to the point where that's unsustainable over time. So our leaderboard model, which again is an industry first, I believe in Web3, kind of makes a player versus player. So if you, it, it, it kind of incentivizes the player to become better and to kind of understand and play more of the game, player purchase the NFTs, buy the power-ups and, and kind of just really master the game. Yeah, because if you already play games so much, uh, how cool is it if you can even earn things? Because right now it's only really possible if you're like an esports player and then you have to know to play also a game a lot, but it's a whole different industry. Uh, and now you can be more solo and, you know, play a game earn, and hopefully uh, get uh, rich in the end. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I think we're all chasing our, um, that dopamine hit yeah. when you play video games. And it's always that way that when you see the credits at the end of when I played Dead Space, for instance, and I completed Dead Space, I it was great. But then the second it finished, I was like, ah, oh, OK, well, that was a waste of 25 hours of my life. So and I didn't get anything for it or rather than a, a pat on the back and a trophy unlocked or a game plus version of it. Mm -hmm. So I think blockchain gaming is going to revolutionize the space. I know it's got a bit of a bad name at the minute. Um, I, mostly because of the things that I've just mentioned. But mm -hmm. to me, it seems a no-brainer that going forward, people that are playing, putting these hours into playing these games and mastering it, yeah. it's just like any, any other profession. If I'm going to to be a, an architect and I'm spending years studying and mastering my, my, my technique to build buildings and get paid for it, then why shouldn't the same people who are putting the time and effort into mastering a game and then going to play that game get the same rewards? So it's, uh, it's definitely shifting. Yeah, well, like what you said, I totally can imagine how, uh, well, addicting is like the wrong word because then it sounds negative, uh, but like addicted in a good way. Um, it's the same like last weekend, Diablo 4 was uh, a beta and everyone was playing it. 
including me, and they said, oh, if you hit level 20 before the end of the beta, you get the sort of thing in the game when it really comes out, and no one else has it, only the people who were 20. I had to go to bed, but I was like, no, no. I even put like the big lights off because I was streaming it and I was like super tired and I I kept playing till it was one o'clock midnight. I was like, I need to get that level 20. Um, I made it, but it gave me like, yeah, I made it. I've done it a couple hours later. Um, and then you hear later like, oh, next weekend is the beta again. Like if you will hit 20, then it's also fine. Um, so if you can imagine, instead of to have something in the game that it's super cool because it's a skin or whatever, if you have that same feeling, but then with money, that's even more. Like, but it has to be, of course, in a healthy way. Because, exactly. Yeah. And the cool thing about leaderboards and everything we do and everything on the blockchain is that it's all, it's all transparent. It's all right there. Like, mm -hmm. that's the thing is is a lot of gaming studios dangle these carrots of like, oh, do this and we'll give you something, a loot box, or we'll give you something special. And the great thing with blockchain gaming is that you can look at the leaderboard, you can see how many tokens are in play, and you can think, do I want to put my time in this week to compete for this, or do I want to sit this one out? And it's it's right there. There's, there's no kind of leading language about kind of how this surprise that you're going to get if you do this or you're going to potentially win that it's kind of on the blockchain it's right there yeah. in front of you um so yeah i think it's i think this next wave i think the first wave was people were kind of negative on on crypto and blockchain gaming and then i think because a lot of people were cashing in on big studios are trying to cash in on it and i think this next wave now is like transparency and just looking at what we're building looking at the leaderboard looking at how many tokens are in play and do you want to dedicate your time to to be on that leaderboard yeah, yeah. I'm also checking the chat because someone said, "Please ask Paul about special abilities like sunglass and wing." Yeah. So in um, Dash of the Dead, we are going to be including some of the um, some of the additional use cases for the NFTs that we initially talked about for Doge Dash. So there is a new headbutt feature being introduced uh, for the Mohawk. Um, which is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And wings are going to be able to make you jump higher. And there's a few other kind of niceties from special abilities. Um, I'm not 100% sure yet whether the NFT is going to be playable from day one um, in Dash of the Dead, but we are definitely working on it. And it's it's it might be a, a slightly later release, mm -hmm. but the idea mm -hmm. is that those NFTs will be kind of playable in the game and you'll be able to, um, to use those kind of special... Uh, abilities to be able to further your your path and get higher on the leaderboard. That's nice. And um, uh, is there anything already known about the a music deal or something? Because I'm reading that, but I'm not sure about it. Is that a guy called Number One asking that? Uh, no, Hassan and uh, TNT oh, the DJ. Okay. Yes. Um. <laughs> so uh, as we actually leveraging my background in the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. and I work with all the biggest record labels. So we currently have a music licensing deal with Universal Records and with uh, Sony Music. So we are, we've are we already got in Doge Dash, we have the Weekend's Blinding Lights music in the game. And for Dash of the Dead, we are talking to an equal level status artist to incorporate some um, some of their music in the game as well. So again, it's uh, I'm just waiting for the paperwork to come in. Once we've got it signed, we'll announce it. The other thing we do at Hello is that we never announced anything without it being signed, sealed, and delivered. I think every other crypto project mm -hmm. just announces stuff when they don't have it locked in. And I think the thing with Hello and what we pride ourselves on is we will have everything locked in before we announce because we don't want to kind of dangle the carrot to our holders 
if it doesn't pay off in the future. So everything we've kind of promised so far has kind of come to fruition and it's all because we we kind of stick to our word and and yeah. So so the the Dash of the Dash of the Dead currently has a song called uh, Fire by uh, Carlo, um, which is a Sony music song. And this bigger artist that we're talking to at the moment um, will hopefully give us their music. And we're very close, I think. To nice. Well, it's quite small what you said, because you always have to wait before, you, like, first a contract or anything set, then you can announce it, because maybe you will jinx it even. So you never know. Um, jinx. I'm <laughs> a big fan, like, again, from European, me and you, like, that's, you don't want to jinx anything. That's the worst no. thing you can do. No, I always say with like, I'm always excited when something cool comes in your path. You want to tell the world, you'd be like, no, 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 no. Before it gets, you know, oh, we're not going to do it because this and this and this. And then you are, you told everyone. So always waiting to everything is signed and then you can talk about it. Um, so let me see. Um, yeah, if you got any questions in the chat, just ask and I will see if I can uh, ask it, uh, of course. Uh, so how do you create an engaging leaderboard for your game audience? I mean, a couple of things. I think the UI needs to be very, um, very easy to understand. I think for new players coming in, it's going to be very easy to understand the kind of the structure of the leaderboard. So Doge Dash has, um, has a daily leaderboard, which is paid out at the end of each 24 hour period. And then Dash of the Dead will have a weekly leaderboard. So it'll mean that the kind of prize pool is bigger towards the end of the week um, to incentivize people to play more. So we've got two kind of different models, depending on whether you're a super casual gamer and want to do a daily or you're a kind of more kind of hardcore gamer and want to do a weekly kind of um, kind of leaderboard structure. And then I think from a, so, so yeah, making it super under, easy to understand for new gamers and new people coming into the space is important because as I mentioned, we want to have millions of players playing this game because then it really kind of gets interesting for, for everyone. And then the second part of it is um, is just how you kind of use your NFTs and kind of how you get the edge on someone who's potentially, um, you've got a different style of play to them. So do you want to get a headbutt, an NFT, so that you can bash your way through the game and get to the end? Or do you want wings so that you can, you can jump to the end or you can do higher jumps to avoid obstacles? So... I think that's the kind of how I would look at a leaderboard and what makes a successful leaderboard is that make it super easy to understand, making it transparent so that everyone knows what they're getting into and everyone mm -hmm. knows what they need to do to get onto it. And then thirdly is that how you can kind of play to different people's gaming strengths because we're not all built equally and how we can play to people's strengths to make it, um, to make it interesting for, for everyone. Okay. Well, that seems quite fair. Um, People are very excited about so many things because I'm reading the chat. It's like question, question, question. I've never seen so many questions in a, in a Twitch chat uh, in this show. Um, we'll see. Is it is Killer Wills uh, going to be on Netflix? Um, TBD. Um, so <laughs> not signed yet, guys. <laughs> again, like these things are just on Killer Whales. Just to touch on that because I know our community are again ravenous for information is that we do have distribution um, deals in place, mm -hmm. but a few of those distribution deals are based on kind of some of the regulation that is in the US at the moment. So we need to be careful about the format of the show, what can be seen on the show, and also um, working with our partners to be um, to make sure it's all kind of compliant. Um, so yeah, again, I would love to come on here and say it's going to be on XYZ, but I don't want to say anything. And then a month's time, 
have to go back on that. So, so just just know that Killer Whales is going to be the the biggest crypto show in the world, and it's going to be in millions and millions of households. And um, and yeah, and leave that leave, leave that to us. Like we, that's my background. I make TV shows. I distribute TV shows. We're going to get a large reach with this, and everyone we speak to cool. is uh, is mind blown by it. I'm very excited because that's something I would love to see. Um, so let me check. Um, in which ways can you create social rewards from leaderboards? Social rewards. Um, outline that for me. Um, what's his good question? Because I'm not really sure myself. <laughs> um (laughs) that's the thing like i get like a whole script uh obviously um social rewards that's a good one um pvp in the chat in what way the way i the way i would kind of um the way i would frame that as social rewards is is just the we will be running kind of certain competitions that will be kind of you can win an nft or we'll do special kind of gaming competition weekends Mm -hmm. um line to kind of really kind of build this kind of um tournament style function uh, in, in the future but i think from a social reward thing i think it's just i, I think twitter and tw- twitch and all of these kind of platforms i think it's these gamers are heroes like a lot of people would go talk about their favorite gamer in the same breath as they would their favorite pop star True. and i think if this gets big enough and if enough players are playing it and the leaderboard is um is has enough people on it i think you get to the point where this becomes an actual if you're the best at dash of the dead or doge dash in the world you become a bit of a celebrity in gaming that's the hope anyways that would become big enough that you can um yeah you'll get that recognition yeah exactly what pvp game upset as well social rewards as in get a good feeling about ranking high um then Dover Kills asks, is any uh, part of this game pay to win or pay to play? Pay to win or pay to play. Um, so the way that the kind of structure works is you will, as you, I'll use Doge Dash as an example. So mm-hmm. you um, you go to uh, hello.one, our website, you click on the arcade and you go to, um, to the Doge Dash kind of page. And then it'll ask you to connect your wallet You'll connect your wallet, you'll set up a username and password, and then you'll be introduced into the kind of the portal where the leaderboard is. And then from there, you then use your Hello tokens to buy almost like an arcade to see it as you're putting the quarter into the arcade machine. You're doing that with your Hello tokens. Mm -hmm. And once you put them into the arcade machine, everyone else is piling their coins in. And at the end of each day, there's a payout based on how many quarters or hello credits in our case will be put into the system. So almost think of it like you're playing an arcade, but rather than an arcade taking all your money and the arcade owner actually run it, walking away with your money, it's then redistributed to everyone in the leaderboard. Okay. Fair, fair. Um, so pay to win, play to earn, yeah. I think. Yeah. Be the best, best explanation ever. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, welcome, Micro Kong. Uh, you just got home. Well, you or you can also check this back. Um, PFP will share it on their YouTube uh, anywhere, really. So this will be uh, that you can watch it back or even listen to it back. Um, I think. Well, maybe this one is still. Uh, which leaderboards from what games do you think are inspiring? Uh, which games can learn us about creating and engaging with a challenging leaderboard? Is there any game you were like, oh yeah, that gave me that idea of I could use that for my own games? Well, 
I do play a bit of FIFA, but mm. I will say I'm not the best player. And sometimes leaderboards, leaderboards are a great leveler. They're a great reality check. So again, I'm I'm not a full-time gamer. I, I am casual, I dip in and out. And then every time I play on one of these big leaderboards, like I'm playing, what's the skateboard game? Oli Oli, something, I can't remember. The, um... Uh, you know that one? It's on PS5. It's a really great game. And they have a, I, I, uh, I finished that game the other day and um, I looked at the leaderboard where I ranked. Tony I ranked, Hawk? No, it's, okay. um, oh. it, no, it's a Oli Oli. It's like a cartoon kind of skater game. I'm sure someone in the chat will help me out there mm-hmm. with that. Um, anyway, so I played the game, completed it, got a high score. And then I was like, I must be at least top thousand in the world. And I was 473,000th in the world. So uh, it was a bit of a kind of uh, a check to the ego and a reality check. So I find that you um, leaderboards are great for if you're a great player, but I think it's also important to find a way to level it for people that aren't as as talented. And again, the NFTs and kind of making sure that each play style is kind of is is um is modified to i think a really great leveler and um and yeah okay so a little bit of ideas from everywhere yeah, yeah. A, little, a little bit of ideas i think the yeah. fifa FIFA model of the leagues is interesting if we get more players we might move to that model but i also love the idea is like it's just everyone for themselves and you'll just play it you just got to you start 24 hours and you have 24 hours to get the highest score. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that 24 hours, the game clock resets and you play again and you go again. And I love that as like a, like the whole world playing at one in, in one kind of batch, I mm-hmm. think it's really interesting. What leaderboard. That is, that is totally true. Uh, I think we're going to next part is like the community questions. We already had a little bit in the chat um but the question was there what do you want to learn about competitive gaming and we had a pfp user law thin law hin i guess uh when trying to get new players interested in joining a games uh comp scene players who might be more on the casual side or just new to the game what do you think helps them to ease into more competitive play mm. do, you, do you have well, any idea incentive it's the kind of as you mentioned show, social reward and also the the kind of prize pool rewards i mean if again, I don't, I don't know what your people's day jobs are, but if you're sitting at home and you're, you've got a day job that you don't like, and and there's there's a potential that you can play a game and and maybe earn some, maybe earn, pay your rent playing that, then I think it's a, or use those tokens to then be able to kind of buy more NFTs or mm. kind of buy power ups. I think it's just incentive to, um, that's as much as incentive a lot of people need. I think it's just the the kind of social clout and the kind of the monetary side of things as well. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if you're listening, Lorheen, or if you're watching, uh, hopefully this answered a little bit of your question. Um, someone's works at Amazon. Is there anyone here in the chat who really is just playing video games a whole day uh, or maybe even for their jobs? Like, I'm really curious. Um, all right, let me check. Uh, future of competitive gaming. What, according to you, is the future of competitive gaming? That's a big question. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I think it's blockchain based. I think it's people playing a game. And like I mentioned earlier, not just to get the dopamine hits, but to get something back, whether that's an NFT that lets them access something in real life or that's tokens that they can kind of upgrade or they can um, can, can potentially cash out. So I think the future of play 
of of gaming is that i just mentioned earlier a lot of people play gaming more than they do their do their job so wouldn't it be amazing if, if the world could be could be that and i, I also think as well I'm, i i mean we're already player one fans and i feel like although that world is like a dystopian future and i think there's probably a hybrid version of the metaverse um, meets gaming in the next kind of 10 20 years i think that's probably where it's going to end up is that vr and ar will get good enough that you'll be able to kind of embody and be in the games yourself and and yeah i think i, I don't know what your take is on ready player one but i mean i love it as a movie and i love it as a concept mm-hmm. i just don't know whether uh, i want to live in that world no exactly yet. i want to say um you already went quite far into the future i think for me it's like oh yeah you know so you know going to these uh esports yeah, tournaments and such i'm already i'm good with that for now um yeah. it's quite enjoyable uh all right um then you guys of course have more than one game uh one of them is called dash of the dead so let's dive a little bit into uh, the this game um so what's the story behind dash of the dead so dash is our kind of main character he's like this lovable rogue dog uh shiba inu dog um called dash and he is trying to escape a zombie infested post-apocalyptic city so it's kind of a cartoon um, runner game where you kind of have to dodge zombies you have to jump over cars you have to collect coins collect power-ups and make it to the end of the of the run and then you're given a kind of score at the end so it's kind of very cinematic it's almost like subway surfer meets um kind of squid game and that you you've got to not be kind of you've got to make it to the end it's only one winner and uh i think yeah it's it's got that kind of really great kind of cartoon simpsons-esque feel to it blended with a real kind of competitive like i challenge anyone to just play it once i think it's one of those games that you play and you think oh i can't do this and then you come back in 10 minutes time and then you come back in five minutes time and it's kind of so addictive or similar model to what subway surfer was in that it's just such a a kind of pick up and play game where children of all ages can kind of play it and we also have the mobile version which is going to be available on the app store we have the web web the web version mm-hmm. that's obviously available at hello.one and we also have a a web 2 version and a web 3 version on both those systems as well so for a casual gamer you'll just be able to log in as a guest and just play the game for a web 2 user you'll be able to use your fiat currency to be able to buy power ups and play the game and then for the Web3 holders, um, Web3 token holders, you'll be able to connect your wallet and play to earn in that model. So kind of everyone's taken care of, whether your your kids want to play it on the kind of free guest version of it, or you kind of casual Web2 gamer, or you're a hardcore kind of Web3, and this is like a, a career for you. There's, um, there's options for everyone. Okay. Also, a quick note to the chat. Be nice. Be nice to everyone, because I have a nice hammer as well so if you're not nice or you're saying really weird stuff i am also doing a lot of things at the same time so i see you everyone i see you be careful uh <laughs> um okay so um can you tell a bit more about creating a reward system for playing the game because i think you, you already told a lot about it so i don't know if you can tell a little bit more um i think i've covered most of it off it's yeah. kind of it's player versus player it's a leaderboard system um the more people play the game the bigger the rewards pool it's paid out on doge dash daily dash of the dead weekly 
Um, and yeah, it's, um, you're basically backing yourself, whether you've got what it takes to kind of, to go against the rest of the people on the leaderboard to get to the, the top and almost imagine it like, a, like I mentioned, um, going to an arcade and putting your quarters in the slot machine, in the mm-hmm. slot. And then at the end, rather than it paying the house, it's kind of distributing back to the, to the players themselves. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think now you told everything about the robot system. So if anyone has more questions, I think he covered it all. Um, so what part of Dash of the Dead is the most exciting? Most exciting? Yeah. I just think it's a, for those of you who play Doge Dash, I think Dash of the Dead is such a step on in terms of the, the experience. We've spent a lot of time on the UX and kind of just getting that right. There's a great kind of um, in-game marketplace that lets you buy power-ups and extra lives, which is a real step on. I think the graphics are, are much better. I think the kind of the um, the controls are much more kind of user-friendly. And I think the whole thing from the music to the graphics to the gameplay, it just feels like we've learned a lot from Doge Dash mm-hmm. and we've made a game that's even more playable and will keep you coming back for more. Okay, so we will see dash more in like different games because you know uh now dash of the dead will he come back the whole time in different sort of universes to say like that yeah. Yeah? yeah that's the plan i mean dashes are kind of mario yeah so again never say never in even five years time uh warner brothers pick up the phone and want to do a dash movie then you know we'll <laughs> listen you're listening guys so yeah i mean dashes are kind of mascot he's our kind of emblem of of the of hello He's on Mario. So yeah, there is um there we're getting Dash of the Dead out first. We're getting that the best it can be. Then our focus is killer whales and making mm-hmm. the biggest crypto TV show the world's ever seen. And then after that, then we've got some other kind of concepts that we're working on for for Dash and, and other games in the future. Um so yeah, it's all exciting stuff. So a lot of Dash and maybe more. Um yeah. well we already said this before. When can people start playing the full game release? So the full game is released on the 31st of March, which is in nine days time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, and we're going to let the NFT holders from the exclusive collection in a little bit early to kind of beat to test it. Uh, testing's going great. Um, I was late on the stream cause I was busy playing it. So it's kind of very addictive in a good way, like you say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so 31st of March. Okay. So very soon. Um, okay, I'm gonna quickly show the a demo of it. Let me see. All right, there we go. muted myself but then oh. i'm back we're back <laughs> so that was a quick quick video um about the game for the people who have not seen it yet they've seen it now um right. so with that said i think that is going to be something very exciting nine more days to go indeed uh quick question where can they well uh, www.hello.one 
uh, that's like the website. Is there anything else that they can follow, like Twitter? Where are you guys um, active on? Yeah, so um, big on Twitter, big on Instagram. So follow at the Hello Labs um, for all our socials uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And yes, you can play the game at hello.one, the website. And also it's available on going to be a Doge Dash is already available on Google Play Store and Apple Store. And Dash of the Dead is going to be available on both as well, plus the web version. So everyone from every country in the world is taken care of. So yeah, get your get your devices out and start playing. You heard him, everyone. Do do it, find it, <laughs> go on the website, play it, and uh, hopefully we will see it grow very, very quickly. Um, I am very curious how it will go in the future with Hello Labs, but also with maybe a movie or anything else that's coming along. Uh, and hopefully when things are growing, we hope to see you back. Uh, we hope to hear a very, like a lot of successful stories. And um, maybe instead of like winning awards for that, you will win will win awards for gaming things. So that's right. Yeah. It's quite cool. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, oh, Marcella, yeah. thank you for having me on for Twitch. And uh, like hi, hi to all our community and everyone who's going to be new. And again, we're for anyone who's not in our community so far, like come over to our Telegram, come over to our Twitter and get involved in the conversation because I think you'll have a great time. Yeah. And oh, and there's one more quick question. Do they have an account on PvP platform yet? I don't know. If not, then we need to get it on the PvP platform as well, obviously. Yes, we do. I mean, Marcel, I'm going to leave that. That's our deal. You can, uh, you can hook us up. And I think we really want to kind of embed into the Twitch community and, and kind of this is where all the gamers are. And I think it's an untapped resource for us. It's something that that I'm learning more and more about. So mm -hmm. I appreciate like any input from the Twitch community of how we can make the game better, how we can kind of work on the leaderboards and make this into something that's absolutely ginormous well i think in the end community will help you grow a product so in that way it will all be fine uh, thank you so much paul it was lovely meeting you lovely to hear more about the whole project and hope to hear more very soon really so thank you thank you <laughs> appreciate it i'll enjoy your evening i'll catch you next you too. time bye-bye bye all right and that was it everyone that was it hope you guys enjoyed it as much as i did um for now i um uh i quickly muted everyone um so for now thank you so much i hope you guys enjoyed it you can watch this back you can listen to it back um and of course if you got any questions you can check it their twitter or you go to the pvp game hub twitter or maybe you find me anywhere, Marcella to be. Um, you can find me anywhere, really, if it's about gaming, Instagram, Twitter as well. So thank you so much. Uh, of course, saying what we have next time, we will have next time gaming tournaments. That is something that I'm quite excited about as well, because you have no idea how much fun it is to check out a gaming tournament as well. So if you've never done that before, you should really do that. Uh, good show. Thank you so much. Got new new fans. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, good to have all the love that we had today from the Hello community. And of course, for the people who are here every time we're having a show. Uh, so thank you once again. And I see you guys probably back in uh, two more weeks um, time. So take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.